This is Hope FM. Get 18 minutes past eight on this Monday, the 30th of November. What's that? Two days away? Yeah, two days away from Wednesday the 2nd, the end of lockdown 2.0. Are you ready for it? Um, do we know what's going on? Uh, do we know what the rules are as we head uh, towards a tier two uh, situation? For at least a little while, who knows? One person that can clear up a few things um, from BCP Council, Councillor Nicola Green, portfolio holder for COVID resilience and public health and education. Um, lots of different hats on that uh, job title, uh, Nicola. Uh, welcome to the Hope FM Breakfast Show. Thank you. Good morning, Dan, and good morning to your listeners. So, yeah, so we heard that BCP was going to go into um, a Tier 2 last week on on Thursday. I mean, was that something that you as a council were expecting? Did you know, did you have a sneaking suspicion that it would be uh, Tier 2, or was everyone hoping, really hoping it would be Tier 1? We didn't uh, didn't have any advanced knowledge other than um, that which everybody else had, had been listening out for in terms of the music. Um, that was coming from government. But I think when you look at the rules that were applied across the country um, and how very few places were in mm. Tier 1, looking at our numbers, albeit improving, um, I think we you know, we understood why that decision was taken. And we're also very pleased that there are going to be regular reviews now. Mm. I think something that was quite difficult before was not knowing when those reviews were going to take sure. place. But at least there's some, you know, there's some transparency about that. Okay, so we heard in the top of the hour on the national news that nationally, at least, um, the number of cases um, has dropped uh, by a third over the course of a second lockdown that we've had um, in November. And uh, maybe before the lockdown came in, our numbers um, in the sort of BCP area for various different reasons uh, were looking uh, slightly high. Um, But are you you noticing are those numbers dropping in our area in particular as well at the moment? They are indeed. I mean, what we noticed really from uh, the middle of September onwards was that we were tracking, sorry, we were tracking the national average, albeit about 10% below. Um, so obviously we need to look at the figures, but certainly it's an improving picture. And that's absolutely testament to the work of you know, people around the area observing the rules. You know, it's, it's not been easy, but the impact of the changes people have made in their lives is definitely being felt. So we're going to be going into Tier 2 on, on Wednesday, one minute past midnight um, on Wednesday uh, morning. Uh, what do you think the key messages are to get across to local residents about what being in t- Tier 2 means? Well, I think the first thing is to recognise the you know that we have had some good impact by the lockdown. So if ever you were wondering whether you know changes to all our behaviours makes a difference, I think that's a, the starting point. Um, but we're not there yet. So it's important that we all remain vigilant, that we, you know, we do the things that we know will keep us safe. We're all a bit bored of hearing hands-based mm. space, but actually we are incorporating that into our behaviour and that, that's making a difference and we need to follow the new guidelines. And of course, if people are able to follow the guidelines, I mean, there's no guarantee that BCP area will be reviewed and moved down to tier one, but without sticking to these rules, there's going to be there's going to be no chance of moving down um, to tier one, really. So if people really want that sort of clarification about um, regarding the strict restrictions and what tier two means. Where's the best place for them to go? To be honest, the very best place is the um, the government's own website. There are other, you know, many reputable places where you can look, but really, if you want to go to the the absolute centres and go to the government but um, I would just push back if I made this a tiny bit yeah. we know that BCP figures will be reviewed 
we don't know what the outcome of that review will sure. be. And obviously that, w- that will depend on um, a number of factors. But I think the government has made it quite clear what they're trying to do. And as well as the numbers, it's really important for us all to understand that that's something we can do um, that our behaviour affects. But there's also a very important um, factor here, which is the hospital and the NHS capacity to cope. Um, and that will, you know, that that's a very significant um, factor in the in the government's final decision. As we look towards, because obviously coming out of lockdown, um, bang in December, um, uh, mm. uh, lost the month of, of Christmas shopping, and uh, maybe a lockdown starting. Uh, people were doing shopping in lockdown, maybe just online, and that's the same old story. The the big the big companies like. Not to single them out, but like Amazon and such uh, will be the people coming out on top, whereas local businesses um, have had to be shut all the way through um, November. They're going to be opening their doors. Non-essential businesses are going to be opening their doors as they're allowed to do in in Tier 2 from Wednesday and Thursday this week. And you're sort of pushing, um, really launching what's called a Rediscover Safely campaign. Can you tell us a little bit about that and how that's hopefully going to... sort of bring people to the high street and start supporting uh, local businesses during tier two yes certainly now obviously we we started this um prior to the um to the last lockdown um and it's about um thinking local really um it's something that we all talk about a lot but um don't necessarily have time in in busy lives to to focus on and to remember the number of um local businesses we've got trading um if you can get out safely feel comfortable and you're observing the rules you do visit those shops in the town centers and our and our high streets um but there's also a fantastic um cyber offer locally um you know many offer, uh, many um businesses my own local bookshops um doing click and collect and there are people who are working in tremendously difficult circumstances. As you say, this is a busy, busy time for them. Um, so, you know, rediscover the online presence of those places that we that we drive or walk past um, in our normal world. Fantastic. And obviously people like worried maybe about going out and worried about being able to stay socially distanced with other people when they're going into shops and stuff. Um, there is a there is a thing called a, a COVID marshal around um, at Bournemouth Christchurch and Paul as well, um, uh, are keeping an eye on things. I'm, I'm not sure if they have a, a badge as such, but um, apparently the numbers of COVID marshals in the area is going from uh, 7 to 13. Can you tell us a little bit about their role and what, uh, what they're doing? why it's so important yes absolutely they don't have a badge but they do have a high-vis jacket okay. <laughs> um, and uh, there is a visible reminder really, I suppose that's the best way of putting it um, to help and support um, individuals and businesses to remember what the rules are um, they're not going to be walking around with a two-meter stick checking that <laughs> you, you know you're, you're curing as safely as you can but they are there to support businesses um, and to um, to help people queue um, perhaps for taxis later on in the evening if that becomes a busier um, a busier issue. But they'll be visible um, in some of our high streets um, and shopping centres during the day as people do start to get out and about. Really, be reminding people of what the rules are. Um, they will be working with existing groups like the um, Business Improvement District. Um, uh, rangers and you know should it come to it they will work with the police the approach very much is to encourage and to inform before we get to enforcing this is hope fm 
Yeah, fading out there, uh, James Taylor with A Fire and Rain, um, the soundtrack to Councillor Nicola Green's um, uh, degree, a university course, is that right? That's right, um, yes. Among others many, as many well. Many a long evening with an essay. <laughs> Fantastic. Okay, um, so we've been talking about end of lockdown 2.0, going into tier two in the Bournemouth, Christchurch and Paul area from a Wednesday, and a bit about returning to support local businesses um, and the confidence to uh, maybe get back for some uh, Christmas shopping is, if it's safe uh, to do so. Throughout this whole uh, pandemic as well, we'll just touch upon um, some other things that are are on offer from a bcp council to help people who may be struggling certainly the together we can um the campaign and helpline has been a pretty successful and that that continues at the moment doesn't it uh, it does yes it's been a um a really good um blanket organization for us to put all our community response um and information in one place um and certainly the feedback that we're getting back for, uh, from residents who might need a bit more support has been um, that it's, it's an effective mechanism. We've got nearly a 1,000 volunteers, um, which is just amazing, um, coming forward from our community uh, to help people out, whether it's with their shopping or their prescriptions. Um, people have become a lot more resilient. I think it's really worth saying that, that we've all, all learnt to take care of our neighbours and people have learnt about um, uh, getting stuff online. Um, so that's going well, but that number is there, and it's there because it might be needed, and it might be needed for you or your neighbour. So don't hesitate to, uh, you know, put that number on a piece of paper inside your purse or wherever it's accessible. And that's 0300 123 70 52, and there are people there during business hours in the week. Fantastic. As well as Together We Can, um, maybe an extension of that, um, understand you've launched a recent campaign called Let's Talk Money um, for uh, people who may be continuing to struggle during the pandemic um, over concerns of money. Obviously, people are losing their jobs or uh, businesses, etc., etc. It's not been an easy time. Can you tell us a little bit about um, Let's Talk Money? Yes, um, absolutely. And, it, you know, those three words really, really sum up what it's about. You know, the winter months are always difficult. Christmas puts a lot of pressure on people. Um, and certainly January is extremely difficult. We know that in any normal year, and this is far from a normal year. So the encouragement really is to talk about it early. If you know something's coming, get the advice early on. Um, and there are people there who can help you do some planning, provide judgment-free advice, if you like, or support you towards accessing the right services for your individual circumstances. And that number, and this is a partnership between a whole group of people, but um, I suppose the one that will be most familiar to, to many is the Citizens Advice. Mm. Um, and their number is a local number. That's 01202 it's great you're giving out phone numbers as well because we noticed a couple of times during over the past eight months or so during all this a lot of um campaigns or a lot of people giving out information it was just website this website that and obviously not everyone is um going online not a- not everyone is able to go online or uh, 
has the knowledge to be able to get online. Um, so yeah. good that there's direct numbers people to actually um, speak to rather than just uh, sending an email. That makes a massive difference um, as well. That's great feedback. Thank you for that. Yes. Um, in terms of Christmas, obviously, um, in the lead up to it now, maybe we're starting a little bit later, uh, though you can't really say that about this one house on Castle Lane West that appeared in the Daily Echo today. <laughs> I saw it on Saturday from 10 miles away uh, it's very impressive and uh, i've seen a couple of houses like that but in terms of the lead up to uh, christmas what would you say to local residents about that need to control the virus um in the run-up because obviously there's a temptation there's the temptation to get out and maybe break rules or to try and push them as far as as, as possible what's the take-home message really in the lead up to christmas well i think you know we all understand um how uh, how that might seem attractive but uh, I think the message for me is look how far we've come really this has been so difficult for everybody Um, others have been very creative in the way in which they've kept themselves busy or um, just you know we've redefined our our lives in some ways but let's not throw it away Um, you know this work we we can see the impact of the past month um, and if we look back beyond that, we see that going back to our, our, our normal way, more normal way of doing things, led to an increase in cases. Um, and an increase in cases among the young soon leads to an increase in cases amongst the more elderly who are most impacted um, by this awful disease. So, yes, by all means, and certainly do, you know, let's find some joy in this yeah. time of year. Let's you know, remember all those things that we do get excited about um, coming up to Christmas, you know, for those who celebrate it. Um, but let's also try and think of this as our, you know, our, how to manage our 2020 Christmas. There are new opportunities, which we haven't had for the past month. But please, whatever you do, do it safely, do it in, in knowledge of the, of the new guidance. There is a great opportunity for uh, Christmas bubbles, uh, but they won't be suitable for everybody. They're an option, not an instruction. Mm. Um, I I suppose one thing I haven't touched on is the impact that um, this year has had on people's mental health. Um, And I think that sense of well-being for some people of coming together in a small bubble will be incredibly valuable. So I do think it's up to everybody to consider very seriously their own personal circumstances in deciding whether forming a Christmas bubble um, is the right thing for them. But there are rules about how you go about it um, and how how we behave um, when we're not in our bubbles. So, you know, they are tedious sometimes, but sure. the rules are there um, and they are making a big difference. So, again, let's think how far we've come. And just because uh, we're thinking about Christmas and people are thinking about Christmas or celebrating Christmas doesn't mean that the uh, coronavirus um, knows that it's Christmas. Uh, does it know it's Christmas? No, probably not. Um, it doesn't uh, tend to just stop over Christmas. So it's um, important to remember no, that. indeed. Yes, and I've tried negotiating with it and I don't think that works. <laughs> I don't think so. This is Hope FM.